Hello, I'm Bill Swafford, and it's time to put your investigative minds to work and help solve cold Ohio. 911, what is the address of your emergency? Well, we... Office suspect takes my phone off my license. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Code Ohio. This case I'm going to talk about in this episode is out of Greenville in Dark County, Ohio. This has been an unsolved homicide case that Greenville Police Department has been investigating since 1997. I once lived in Greenville some time back, over 20 years ago. Maybe around the year 2001. I only lived in the city for a short time. I do not remember ever hearing about this case. I did something I have not done for any episode yet. I got in the car and took a drive to Greenville in Dark County. Greenville is north of Cincinnati and west of Piqua. Dark County sits on the Indiana state line. So it is on the western part of Ohio. Driving in Dark County, just imagine a lot of cornfields. Greenville is a decent-sized city, but outside of that, just a lot of cornfields and farms. Once in Greenville, I got onto Russ Road, which was the road I lived on over 20 years ago, and then I turned on Chippeway Drive. When on Chippeway Drive, I found the address I was looking for, 1340 Chippeway Drive. The structure was basically two houses built as one. The two one-car garages were attached together, but they separated the living spaces of the two homes. The two homes shared a driveway. It's a light tan brick home with a decent-sized yard. It seems to be in a nice neighborhood. There is no alley that goes behind the house. There is a big backyard that connects to the yard of another house on another street. I don't know how many homes were in this neighborhood back in 1997. This neighborhood is on the north part of the city of Greenville. The house used to be owned by 55-year-old Dennis Young back in 1997. Dennis had gray hair and wore glasses. Dennis was a manager at a local Speedway gas station. Dennis had been dating a woman by the name of Kim Stefan. Kim was 38 years old and worked at the Council of Rural Services. Kim was going through a divorce with a man named Robert. They had two young sons. Dennis and Kim would be seen at a local bar called Bumpers on Friday 23rd of 1997. It is said that they had left the bar around 2.15 in the morning. I don't know where Kim's two sons were staying at on February 23rd, but it is said that the oldest son, who was around 15 years old, was worried because he had not been able to contact his mom. This is a time when teenagers did not have cell phones. On the morning of February 24th, Kim's two sons were walking to school. They stopped by Dennis's house. They found that the back door was unlocked. 
the 15-year-old boy had gone inside and discovered a horrifying scene. 55-year-old Dennis Young and 38-year-old Kim Spawn were found dead. They had both been shot. The Greenville Police Department would handle the investigation. No DNA as far as semen or blood was found on the scene that could have been from the killer. They did get some physical evidence, but I don't know what evidence they got. It is said that the phone lines were cut. The fact that the back door was unlocked means that there is a chance that the killer might have gone out the back door. There is no alleyway. The killer would have had to made their way through the neighbor's yards or walk around to the front of the house to chip away drive. Kim had shorter length curly brown hair and she wore glasses. Law enforcement took notice to the fact that Kim was going through a divorce. Kim also had a restraining order against her husband, Robert. Robert Stefan became Greenville Police Department's number one suspect. Robert did not have an alibi for the night of the murders. Robert was the beneficiary of Kim's life insurance. Law enforcement believes that Robert killed Kim and Dennis because Kim was about to take half of Robert's farmland in their divorce. To some people, farmland is money. Six days before Kim was murdered, there was a court hearing to set the final date of the hearing to finalize Kim and Robert's divorce. The divorce hearings were dismissed because Kim had been murdered. There was a lady named Patty who was an ex-girlfriend of Robert's. Law enforcement believes Patty knows something about what happened to Kim and Dennis. Law enforcement never made any arrests for the murders of Ken and Dennis. Phone lines being cut makes me believe that this murder definitely was planned. There was some thought put into actually getting into Dennis's house because someone wanted to cut them phone lines to make sure that nobody called for help. I can't believe that the neighbors who shared a driveway, the two garages connecting together, these neighbors were not woken up by the sounds of gunshots. There had to have been at least two gunshots. There was a $5,000 reward put up for any information on this case. In December of 1997, Robert would be in court, but not for murder. It, however, still had something to do with Kim and her family. Kim's family was at Kim's gravesite. Robert had gone to the gravesite as well. Robert had been yelling and swinging a gun around at Kim's family. Robert would be charged with aggravating menacing and drug abuse. Robert, to this day, has never been charged with anything associated with the murders of Kim and Dennis. Robert is the only suspect that has ever been identified by law enforcement. This case was featured on the TV show Cold Justice. A detective said that he had promised the family that if he had to run through a cornfield naked to solve this case, that he would do so. This case needs to be solved as soon as possible. In order for this case to be solved, law enforcement needs new tips and new evidence. 
the evidence law enforcement has now is basically no good. They say that the evidence has been tested too much. I don't know what evidence was tested, but it said no blood DNA was left behind by anyone but the victims. Law enforcement has said that the physical evidence that they have collected in 1997 has limited value now. The killer or killers could get away with this murder. The $5,000 reward was bumped up to $10,000. Do you think law enforcement spent too much time focusing on Robert and that they let the real killer get away? Law enforcement focused on Robert because they saw what they thought was a possible motive. As I think of the neighborhood that I've drove around, I wonder how the killer got away unnoticed. I do understand it happened in the early morning hours, so it would have been dark. Someone had to have seen something that just didn't appear to be right, something that wasn't normal. I would like to know how much farmland was owned by Robert and how much that land was worth. Was that land value worth killing over? This case does have me thinking and wishing that I had more information. If you have any information on this case of the murders of 38-year-old Kim Stefan and 55-year-old Dennis Young, please contact the Greenville Police Department. For the listeners out of the Greenville and Dark County area, please share this episode with everyone that you know. This is how we all can help get these cases heard and not forgotten. I am Bill Swafford, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Cold Ohio. 911, what is the address of your emergency? Where are we? Officer, suspect, take my phone on the light. Need your assistance.